Joshua chapter number 10 and Mark chapter number 10. We'll start in Joshua chapter number 10. Joshua number 10 and Mark chapter number 10. Joshua chapter number 10 and Mark chapter number 10. We'll start in Joshua chapter number 10. You there say amen. amen. Three people got their Bibles. What a blessing. Joshua chapter number 10. Just going to read a couple verses. And when I get done reading these verses, I just want you to keep your place there. Put a marker there. We'll come back to it later. But I want you to see what the Bible says. In Joshua chapter 10, verse number 12, the Bible says, Then spake Joshua to the Lord, in the day when the Lord delivered up the Amorites before the children of Israel, and he said in the sight of, the, of Israel, Son, stand thou still upon Gibeon, and thou moon in the valley of Ajalon. And the sun stood still, and the moon stayed until the people had avenged themselves upon their enemies. Is not this written in the book of Jasher? So the sun stood still in the midst of heaven, and hasted not to go down about a whole day. And there was no day like that before it or after it that the Lord hearkened unto the voice of a man, for the Lord fought for Israel. Now look with me over in Mark chapter number 10. Mark chapter number 10. And verse number 46, the Bible says, And they came to Jericho, and as he went out of Jericho with his disciples a great number of and a great number of people, blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, sat by the highway side begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And many charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried the more a great deal, Thou son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, Be of good comfort, rise, he calleth thee. And he, casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said unto him, What will that, thou, that I... What wilt thou that I should do unto thee? The blind man said unto him, Lord, that I might receive my sight. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. Let's pray. Father, we bless you. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to be in the house of God this morning. God, thank you for a good report from over at the jails. Thank you, Lord, for a good Sunday school hour. Thank you for the good choir singing and congregational singing and special singing. Thank you for the good testimony. Thank you for being a good God who's faithful and true. Now, Lord, I pray for the next few minutes you to rest our hearts, rest our attention, do a work in our midst. I pray if there be one amongst us who's unsaved, lost without God, Today would be the day of their salvation. I pray for the saints of God. 
Lord, that you would uh, uh, rekindle a fire in their hearts and God do a work in our midst. That God, we would see a revival break out in these days. Uh, and as a result of revival, many would come to Christ to trust in him as Lord and Savior. Father, have your will and way amongst us. Be with those that are sick and afflicted. Lord, be with those that are providentially hindered. Uh, thank you for answering prayers, and thank you for being a good God. Have your will and way. Use this uh, unworthy vessel. We'll bless you for it, for it's in the holy name of Jesus we do pray. Amen and amen. We find some characteristics of the subject of the text in Mark chapter number 10. And verse 46, we find that this subject's name is Bartimaeus. Bartimaeus uh, means the son of the honorable. The son of the honorable. Can I say, uh, here's a, a man who's the son of an honorable man. His father's name was Timaeus, uh, who was not only honorable, but was noble. But now we find his son, Bartimaeus, is a disgrace. He's a disappointment. Can I say that we were all made by the hand of God? It is no stretch of imagination to say that all humans are the sons of God. But thanks be unto God, there are some who get born again and become part of the family of God. But all of us, before we got born again, was a disgrace and a disappointment to Almighty God. We see the subject's name is Bartimaeus. We see he is blind. He's blind from his birth. He cannot see. And we also find that he's a beggar. This son of a noble man is left by the highway side begging for morsels to eat, begging for a little money to be able to meet his needs. Can I say that this man Bartimaeus, who's blind and who's a beggar, is about to become the beneficiary of a great miracle? Hmm? Uh, he never realized, Brother Ron, that day when he had somebody lead him there to the highway side in Jericho, uh, that uh, he'd be offering up and, and begging for people to give him something he never dreamed that day. He'd get something he never bargained for. He'd receive his sight. Hmm? The miracles of miracles would come unto him. Do you ever think about this, Brother Bob? The first person he ever saw was Jesus. Huh? What a blessing, huh? Now, listen, in Joshua chapter number 10, verse 13, we just read uh, where Joshua prayed. They're fighting the Amorites, uh, 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 and he's fearful they're going to run out of daylight. Uh, they got the Amorites right where they want them. Uh, and Joshua, that man of God, that warrior of God, prayed uh, that the sun wouldn't go down on their battle. Uh, and the Lord answered his prayer, and the sun, the S-U-N, stood still in the midst of the sky. Here we find in verse number 49, the Bible said, And Jesus, the S-O-N, stood still. Now I want to preach with God's help this morning on the day the sun 
stood still. Uh, hallelujah for the day uh, when the sun stood still in my life. Uh, I was a disappointment and a disgrace, uh, but he came by my way. Uh, hey, when I called on his name, uh, he stood still. Uh, he heard my prayer. Uh, he saved my never dying soul, uh, and he changed my life forever. Uh, I bless uh, his holy name. Uh, now notice some things about Bartimaeus here in Mark chapter number 10. Notice first of all his constraint. In verse 46 we find he's blind. That's what's holding him back. What's keeping him from being all that he can be. He has a condition that is out of his control. He's constrained by it. It rules him. My dear friends, uh, uh, can I say that uh, you and I, uh, before we got saved by the good grace of God, or if you're here today and you're not saved, uh, uh, we were held captive by something that was out of our control. Uh, uh, we were constrained by something called sin. Uh, uh, sin uh, uh, controlled us. Uh, we were bound to it. Uh, uh, we were controlled by it. Uh, uh, we were uh, vessels uh, of dishonor to God, uh, and we were owned by the devil himself. Uh, we find that uh, uh, this constraint held him back uh, and what held us back from God uh, and held us back from the blessings of God uh, held us back from the peace of God uh, held us back uh, uh, from all of the hope of having eternity in heaven uh, was sin uh, his condition was blindness and those that are lost in their sin are blind uh, to spiritual things. Uh, the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 3, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, uh, in whom the God of this world, the devil himself, uh, hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, uh, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Amen. They're blind by their sin. If you're here today and you're saved... Uh, you can see spiritual, spiritually now because uh, the chains of sin were broken in your life. We once were blind, but now we see. We see Bartimaeus' constraint, his condition. What held him back was his blindness. Notice his cry in verse 47. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. The Bible says in Romans 10, 13, that song Brother James wrote years ago, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Uh, 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 there's something about a cry towards the Master. Uh, it'll change your life. Uh, uh, Psalms 50 and 15 says, And call upon me in the day of trouble. Uh, I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. Uh, of course, Jeremiah 33, 3, Call unto me, and I will answer thee, uh, and show thee great and mighty things uh, which thou knowest not. Uh, uh, there's something about uh, when somebody calls on the name of the Lord. Uh, uh, the Lord takes great notice of that uh, and he uh, moves on the scene uh, but notice in verse number 47 it says and when he heard uh, that it was Jesus of Nazareth he began to cry out uh, can I say he heard before he cried no one will ever cry uh, unto the Lord till they hear about the Lord hmm? 
And that's why the Lord told us in Romans 10, 14, How shall they call on him in whom they've not believed? Uh, and how shall they believe on, uh, in him of whom they've not heard? Uh, and how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? Uh, as it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring the glad tidings of good things. Uh, but they have not all obeyed uh, 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 the gospel. For Isaiah saith, uh, Lord, uh, who hath believed our report? So then faith cometh by him hearing uh, and hearing by the word of God Amen. you say brother Doug why do we always have to preach and teach the Bible why can't we have more dramas why can't we do this because so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God he never cried out to Jesus until he heard it was Jesus Amen. did you ever wonder about this who told him who told him Jesus was coming and who told him about Jesus I mean, he sat out there every day begging. Why was this day any different? Because he heard it was Jesus. Who told him about Jesus? Did you ever think about that? Maybe one day he's sitting out there begging, uh, and here comes a little lad with 12 baskets full of bread and fishes. Uh, and he comes by and he says, Hey, blind Bartimaeus, let me give you some bread. Uh, let me give you some fishes. Uh, and Bartimaeus says, Boy, uh, where'd you get all them baskets? He said, Let me tell you. Uh, he said, My mama made me a lunch. Uh, five loaves and two fishes. Uh, and there was a great crowd went to hear this man Jesus preach. Uh, and I was just uh, overcome that is preaching. Uh, and uh, his disciples said, anybody got anything to eat? Uh, and I gave the Lord my lunch. Uh, and he break it. Uh, and he blessed it. Uh, and he fed the whole multitude. Uh, and he gave me more than I gave him. Uh, he said, Bartimaeus, if Jesus ever comes by this way, uh, he can change your life. Uh, he's changed my life. Uh, maybe it was that lad. Uh, hey, maybe it was the lady with the issue of blood uh, she comes by uh, and she said Bartimaeus let me tell you uh, I met a man named Jesus today uh, I'd had an issue of blood for 12 years uh, I'd seen many physicians uh, spend all I had and didn't get better but got worse uh, but I heard about Jesus uh, and I just touched the hem of his garment uh, and my uh, uh, stocks was dried up uh, and he made me whole uh, Bartimaeus, if Jesus ever comes by this way, uh, he can change your life. Uh, hey, uh, maybe it was uh, the woman at the well. Uh, hey, she came by uh, his way and said, Hey, Bartimaeus, uh, I went to a well one day like every day uh, in the middle of the afternoon uh, trying to get some water. Uh, I had a destroyed life. Uh, but one day sitting at the well, there was a man named Jesus. Uh, and he gave me living water, uh, and he changed my life. Uh, Bartimaeus, if Jesus ever comes by this way, uh, he can change your life. Uh, hey, may, maybe it was Jarius's daughter. Uh, she came by that day and said, Hey, Bartimaeus, uh, I was dying, uh, and had died. Uh, and my father had sent for Jesus, uh, but he got there too late. Uh, but he still was right on time. Uh, and he said, Daughter, uh, and he raised me up from the dead. Uh, hey, Jarius, uh, uh, he, he, my father was just overwhelmed uh, at the goodness of Jesus. Uh, Bartimaeus, if Jesus ever passes by this way, uh, he can change your life. Uh, maybe it was a man by the name of Legion came by, uh, and he said, Bartimaeus, uh, I was full of many devils. Uh, hey, they chained me to the tombs. Uh, 
Hey, and I'd break the chains. Uh, everybody was afraid of me. Uh, hey, and one night I saw Jesus uh, out on the stormy ocean, uh, uh, walking on the water, uh, said, Peace be still, and calmed the ocean, got on the ship with his disciples. Uh, hey, when they landed, I ran down to meet him. Uh, and when I saw him, uh, he cast out them demons. Uh, and when the crowd came from the city, uh, they found me clothed and in my right mind. Uh, Hey, Bartimaeus, if Jesus ever comes by your way, uh, he can change your life. Uh, hey, uh, maybe it was the man uh, who'd been on the bed sick with the palsy, uh, and four friends carried him to Jesus, uh, tore the roof off, let him down. Uh, hey, Jesus said, uh, 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 go thy way, take up thy bed, arise and walk. Uh, maybe he was still carrying the bed. Uh, and he came by and said, Hey, Bartimaeus, uh, if Jesus ever comes by your way, uh, he can change your life. Uh, I don't know who told him. Uh, maybe it's that Syrophoenician woman uh, that came to Jesus whose daughter was dying. Uh, and Jesus uh, said, Hey, I'm not come but for the lost sheep of the children of Israel. Uh, and uh, uh, even uh, uh, called her a dog. Uh, and she said, yeah, but even the dogs eat from the crumbs of the master's table. Uh, hey, she, she, she said to old Bartimaeus, uh, hey, just a crumb of Jesus, uh, it'll change your life. Because uh, he raised my daughter up uh, from the deathbed. Uh, hey, maybe his old Lazarus came by his way. Uh, and old Lazarus said, Bartimaeus, uh, I was dead in the ground for four days. Uh, hey, uh, but Jesus came by. Uh, all hope had been taken away. Uh, but all it, said, all it took was one word from the master. Uh, he said, Lazarus, come forth uh, as in paradise. Uh, but hey, I heard his voice. Uh, and I came forth. Uh, and he changed my life because he gave me life anew. Uh, hey, Bartimaeus, uh, all you got to do is listen for his voice. Uh, and it can make your life anew. Uh, I don't know who he'd heard from, but somebody told him about Jesus. You know what this world needs to hear? They don't need to hear Joel Steen. They don't need to hear Joyce Myers. They don't need to hear Dr. Bottle Stopper. They need to hear people whose lives have been changed by Jesus to tell them, hey, all you need to do is get to Jesus. He'll change your life. We see his cry. And he cried after he'd heard. We see his constraint. Now notice his charge. Look, if you will, in verse 48. The Bible says, And many charged him that he should hold his peace. But he cried, The more great deal. Thou son of David, have mercy on me. See, I believe Bartimaeus heard all them stories about Jesus. That's why he cried out the more. But notice the crowd. Many charged him to hold his peace. Uh, can I say there's always somebody who's going to counsel you not to get right with God. They're going to tell you all oh, just wait a little longer. You got plenty of time. Uh, there's somebody going to get offended if you get right with God. Might be some of your family. Uh, some of your family don't like it if you get right with God because then it's an indictment against them. Might be some of your friends, your friends you like to party with. They, they don't like it if you get right with God. You won't party with them anymore. 
what they need to do is come over here and get in get in on a little bit of what we got. You get a little high on this, it'll change your life forever, huh? It might be the foe himself, the devil's, but he's been whispering lies to people for a long time. Don't trust Jesus, huh? Listen, I've heard I've heard a lot of people, even in church, not want people to get right with God. I've seen people say, "Well, let's don't let's don't pick up kids down there in the trailer park, bring into our nice church building. They'll get everything all messed up." Well, if 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 our church is just for an outward appearance, we're in the wrong business. If, if you little snot-nosed, little nasty little kids start coming to church and end up hearing about Jesus and get saved, it'd be worth whatever we got to do to repair around here. Uh, and can I say this? That might be the next great evangelist sitting down there in the trailer park just waiting for somebody to tell them about Jesus. huh? Mm? Uh, I've heard folks, I've actually had people, Preacher, you don't want them coming here. Well, does Jesus want them coming? Because if he wants them coming, I want them coming. And I believe he tasted death for everyone. Huh? I believe he said, whosoever will, let him come. So if Jesus said they're welcome, we better say they're welcome. Huh? But I've heard, I've heard folks, boy, that, well, you don't, they're, they're a little bit dry. Or they're a little bit charismatic. Or they're a little bit, little, well, if they get a whole lot of Jesus, it'll straighten all that out. Huh? Huh? There was some charged him. Shh, shh, shh. Huh? I, I like it when I go to other churches and a baby makes a little noise and everybody gets upset. I've had them say, well, how do you handle that at your church? Oh, we let the baby sit in the child. Now, if mama wants to take them to nursery, that's up to mama. But we don't ask anybody to take them to nursery. I've said it for years. I can, I can preach a whole lot louder than they can scream. Uh, but you know what I found when you raise them in church? All of a sudden, they'll be sitting there, and next thing you know, just a little toddler, they'll stick their hand up. They don't know why they're sticking their hand up. They just know other people are doing it. They know something about it. Then you'll hear them every now and then say, Amen! They don't know what they're amening, but they do it anyway. Uh, you know what they're learning? They're learning there's something about worship. You know what else they learn? They learn there's something about that altar. People go down burdened and get up and their burden's lifted. They see it. See, see, children, they see things that adults don't see. Hmm? They're paying a lot of attention. Hmm? Uh, so, hey, bring them, bring, give them some Cheerios, give them a little toy or something. They're not going to upset me. I'd rather them be around the things of God than we stick them off in some room, give them Kool-Aid and tell them, you know, in a video game system, tell them this is what church is about. Huh? Uh, church is about Jesus. Hmm? We see that there was Bartimaeus' charge. Now notice his calling. This is very important. Look at verse 49. <clears throat> and Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man, saying unto him, Be of good comfort, rise, he calleth thee. You see, people aren't going to get right till the Lord calls them. You say, what are you saying, preacher? John 6, says, No man can come to me except the Father which hath sent me draw him, and I'll raise him up in the last day. You see, the Holy Spirit does what we that have learned the Bible a little bit call, puts people under conviction. 
Now, when I was lost and got under conviction, I didn't know I was under conviction. I didn't know what that word meant. But all I knew is all of a sudden the preaching got real personal. All of a sudden it was like somebody else was preaching to me other than my granddaddy. And all of a sudden there was a, a tug on the inside of me I'd never known before. Something telling me I needed to get saved. Hmm? And the night I got saved, I don't remember how many was there, but there could have been 4,000 people. It didn't matter. I'd have jumped over all of them to get to Jesus because there was something happening in on the inside of me telling me I needed to get saved. And can I say, that's what the Lord, that's His calling. He starts dealing with you and drawing you. And can I say, He draws people in all kinds of ways. First of all, He might have somebody on the job tell you, you need to go to church. Or you might be driving down the road and see a church sign with some scripture on it, and it just sticks in your mind. Maybe uh, 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 you, you hear a song on the radio, and, and, and it mentions something about the Lord, and, and you see a commercial, and it's got Noah's Ark. Everywhere you look, it just kind of like your mind's on the Lord. I, I saw a commercial not long ago where this fella uh, uh, told his wife he wanted to go back to college, get his master's degree, and she said, well, I just heard a commercial at this one place that cost you $11,000, and everywhere in the commercial he turned, there was an eleven. Well, it's kind of like that. Everywhere you turn, you, you, somebody's saying something about the Lord. And it's just like it's a, a, a in color and the rest of your life's in black and white. You just can't get away from it. Huh? Then you come to church and as much as you don't want to pay attention, there's just something that keeps drawing your attention back to the fact you need to be saved. Huh? And as much as you want to deny that you're the problem, uh, uh, the more you hear about it, the more you realize you've got a problem uh, and you need to get to Jesus. Uh, that's the Lord calling you. That's the Lord convicting you. Uh, that's the Lord letting you know you're a sinner uh, and you need Him to be your Savior. Uh, and when under that conviction, uh, you get tired of all of the uh, uh, the points of emphasis in your life pointing to Him and you're willing to surrender and throw up the white flag and say, okay, Lord, that's when business changes in your life. Uh, we see His calling. Now notice His casting off in verse 50. Verse number 50 says, And he, casting away his garment, rose and came to Jesus. Now you got to understand, here's this beggar sitting by the highway begging. He's blind, and he's got this garment. This garment is a big, heavy overcoat on him. And he gets up and he casts that thing off and comes to Jesus. This is very, very important, my dear friends. You see, that garment's what he hid under. Some people have a garment of pride that they hide under. They act big and bold and brash, but inside they're a little nervous. Uh, it might be a, a garment of sin they're hiding under. Well, I, I, I can't get right with God till I stop doing this. And that's the thing you're hiding under. Hmm? Uh, listen, no one will ever get right with God hanging on to the garment. Hmm? You can make every excuse you want, but the bottom line is you're never going to quit it. You just got to be willing to junk it and come to Jesus. Hmm? Uh, it's, it, it's what he hid under. It's what he hung to. Some people say, well, I know I need to be saved, but and they're hanging on to something. Hmm. Maybe they're hanging on to a bad relationship. 
well, if I know I get saved, then, then I know I, I can't have this relationship because, you know, I know what the Bible says, and, and I know in this relationship things aren't the way the Bible says it needs to be, and so I, I better hang on to my relationship than Jesus. Listen, the greatest relationship you can ever have is with Jesus. Huh? Some people may be hanging on to a bad habit. Some may be hanging on to uh, who knows what, some excuse on how they were raised. Well, I was raised to believe this. Well, you can be raised to believe something and die and go to hell, or you can get right with Jesus. Huh? I wouldn't let anything somebody taught me outside the Bible, I wouldn't let that drag me off into hell. I'm going to believe what Jesus said. I'm going to put my faith and trust in him. And that garment's what he hid under. It's what he hung to. It's what hindered him. There's a lot of people don't get saved because that garment's hindering them. See, Bartimaeus said, you know what? This thing, and it was important to him, Brother James. That's what kept the weather off of him. That's what kept the heat of the sun off of him. That's what uh, 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 he had trusted in for his safety for all these years. But he was willing to put his trust in Jesus. So he cast off his garment. Notice, if you will, his conversion, verse 52. And Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. The Bible says in Ephesians 2, 8, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. You can't earn your way to heaven. can't buy your way into heaven. The only way you can get to heaven is by believing, putting your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ that he came and he lived a sinless life, that he went to the cross of Calvary and paid for your sins, that he was buried and rose again according to the Scriptures. You put your faith in him, he'll save you. You put your faith in anything else, you'll die and go to hell. He says, thy faith hath made thee whole. Acts eleven twenty one says, and the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number believed and turned unto the Lord. Turning is repenting. Turning from the old life to the new life. See, when he cast off his garment, he was turning from that old life. And by faith, he was believing in the Lord. And the Lord saved him that day on the road. Huh? You say, how do you know he got saved? I'm glad you asked. Notice his continuing in verse 52. Jesus said unto him, Go thy way, thy faith hath made thee whole. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus in the way. You know, when I got saved, I didn't have to come back next week for a second blessing. Can I say, when I called on the Lord, immediately He saved me? And can I say, by the grace of God, for the last 48 and a half years, I've just been continuing in the way. I've been following Him. huh? Because when He saves you, He changes you, and you don't want to go back to that garment. You just want to go with Him. Because He made a new creature out of you. Somebody says they got saved, but they never come to church. They never read their Bible. They never get involved in the things of God. They just made a decision. They didn't get saved. Somebody gets saved, they continue with the Lord. Mm -hmm. Now listen. When he continued, he found that it's a narrow way. He found it's a holy way. He found it's a joyous way. But he found that Jesus is the only way. Hmm? Now go back with me in Joshua 10. I'll be done. 
In Mark 10, we find that Jesus, the Son, stood still. Now go back in Mark chapter number 10. In verse 13, it says, you see it? The Son stood still. Joshua 10, verse 13. Now look at verse 14. And there was no day like that before it or after it. Can I say, when the Son stands still in your life, and you got born again, there's never been a day like it before it or after it. It's never like the day that you got saved. Huh? Listen, I was, it was a great day in March 1989 when Miss Annette became my bride. I've never forgot it. It was a wonderful day. It was a wonderful day when Jordan was born, and then Christian was born, and Sydney was born. Wonderful days. I've never gotten over them. I, I, wonderful days in my life. But there's never been a day like the day that I met Jesus. Third Saturday night of March, 1974. There was never a day like it before it or after it. I changed from death unto life. I was a sinner and I became a saint. I was blind, but I could see. I was lost, but I was then found. There was never a day like it. What I'm saying here to you today, if you truly got born again, you can go back to a place. You may not remember the exact day. You may not remember the exact hour. You may not remember what the preacher preached. But you'll never forget the day you met Jesus. Uh, there was never a day like it before it uh, or after it. Uh, and if you can't go by, uh, back to a place... Uh, where you met the master uh, and he changed your life. You're not saved, friend. Uh, there's never been a day like it before it uh, or after it uh, than when Jesus stepped into the middle of your life uh, and the Holy Spirit of God sealed you into the day of redemption. Uh, there's never been a day like that. Uh, if you can say, well, I was just raised in church and I just know I'm saved. That don't work that way, friend. Uh, Bartimaeus knew what it was like to be blind. And he knew he got a sight. And he followed Jesus. And can I say, Joshua said, there was never a day like it before it or after it that the Lord hearkened unto a man. And when the Lord hearkens unto your cry and changes your life, there's never been a day like it. Uh, if you can get over it, you never had it. Because mm, I've never got over the day that my sin got under the blood that was shed on Calvary. I wonder today, has the sun stood still in your life? Has he changed your life? Have you met the master? Or have you just heard about how he changes lives? Or if you've just heard about, I got good news, he can change your life today. Matter of fact, he'll stand still for you today. He's just waiting for your call. Well, if you'll cry unto the Lord, said Jesus, have mercy on me, a sinner, he'll change your life. There'll never be a day like it before it or after it. This day will be the day of all days in your life. You met the Master. Say, Preacher, I'm a church member. Wonderful. Have you met the Master? Preacher, I've been baptized. Wonderful. Have you met the Master? Preacher, I do this and I do wonderful. Have you ever met Jesus? Has He changed your life? So why well, I think so. No, I didn't ask you that. Has He? I didn't ask you to think if He has. Has he changed your life? Because if he has, you know it. Huh? If you've got to wonder about it, the altar's open, friend, and you can make certain of it today. Because there's never a day like it. I don't have to wonder about that. A lot of things I wonder about. I don't have to wonder about the day he changed my life. Because huh? he moved in. 
took up residence. The old man moved out. There's never been a day like it. Can you say that today, friend? If not, we won't give you an opportunity to meet the master. Just as Jesus passed by down that road to Jericho that day. And by the way, that's the last time Jesus ever went through Jericho. If Bartimaeus would have listened to the crowd and not cried out, he'd have stayed blind and died and went to hell. This might be the last day Jesus comes by your way, friend. I wouldn't let anybody or anything drag me off into hell. I'd get to the master today. I'd quit playing games and get to the master. I'd give him my heart and life today. If he's calling you, friend, why don't you call on him and let him save you today? In a moment, we're going to have an invitation. Invite you to come. You come. We'll get somebody to take a Bible, show you how to be saved. But it's been pretty plain this morning. All you got to do is call upon the Lord. He'll save you. If you're here today and you're struggling with it, why don't you come? We'll get somebody to take a Bible, maybe answer some of your questions. If you're here today and you don't have a burden for somebody to get saved, you ought to get in this altar and say, God, put somebody in my heart. I can take one of them packets too. We still got plenty of packets. That's a sad, sad, sad uh, testimony for our church. Shouldn't have any packets left. You ought to come get a burden. Somebody you can give a packet to, or mail a packet to. This is all about people getting saved and coming to Jesus. If you, if you know the Lord, you might want to get in the altar and say, Lord, thank you for the day you came by my way. I don't know what God's doing in your heart, but I know he's doing something here this morning. Why don't you heed the call of God? Let's all stand, Brother Clint, come get a song of invitation. While they're picking out a song, let's pray. Father, we bless you. Thank you for the day the sun stood still. There been a day like it before it or after it. Now, God, speak to hearts this morning. God, those that... If you enjoyed today's message, head on over to ibcflorence.com and click on sermons. And don't forget to check out our other links in the notes section of today's broadcast. As always, thanks for listening.